Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Well, the results are in. We know that uh, snow plows are essential for winter in Minnesota. Duh. They're essential wherever there's winter. <laughs> Even here in Texas, where this show originates from, I think Texas has like half a snow plow. So when it snows, I mean, you get uh, you get a little bit of snow removed and the rest, everybody just stays home and says, nope, it's winter, it's icy, there's snow, can't go anywhere, sorry. But when you live up north, uh, in the northern part of the United States, say Minnesota, for example, uh, you have to get out and actually go about your day. So they decided uh, a couple of years ago, I think uh, back in 2020, they were going to start naming snow plows. And it was a contest and they let people vote to name their snow plows. It was part of the Minnesota Department of Transportation's uh, plan to, I don't know, let people know how important snow plows are. And man, we all know snow plows are important, don't we? Of course we do. So the votes are in. And uh, the votes for this year's snow plow contest goes like this. Number one, big surprise, Taylor Drift. <laughs> uh, more about Taylor later in the show as she... Uh, she uh, was uh, huge at the Grammys last night. Uh, snowplow number two, Clark W. Blizzwald. Snowplow number three, Dolly Plowton. Snowplow number four, the Dakota word for snowplow, Yepihinta. <laughs> I think that's. I'm not Dakota. I know that comes as a surprise. Yepihinta. It's uh. So I guess that's. Well, it's called. So when you see the snowplow, if you happen to be, you know, passing through Minnesota or you live there and you in District 8 of Southwest Minnesota and you see Yepahinta, you know, that's uh, Dakota for snowplow. Uh, Beyond Slay is uh, in District 4. You're killing me, squalls, in District 6. Fast and Flurious is District 7. Barbie's Dream Plow. Oh, is the Metro District. <laughs> Those are the winners for this year's uh, 2024 Name a Snowplow Contest. There were like 49 uh, entrances of names. And I like some of them. Blizzard Buster. <laughs> Beauty and the Blade. Dashing Through the Snow. Snowmageddon. I mean, come on. Those are good names. But uh, they're not good enough to make the list this year. So congratulations to all the winners of the Minnesota Snowplow Contest 2024. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. You know, speaking of snowplows, I know that uh, Minnesota said that they got the idea from Scotland, I guess. But uh, there are plenty of states now that are copycatting Minnesota and or Scotland. You know, like uh, I know I saw... 
New Mexico launched its first name a snowplow contest this winter. They had uh, 1,500 submissions, 23,000 votes to name 12 of the state's 400 plows. I know that comes as a surprise. New Mexico has 400 snowplows. That was more of news. Anyway, the winners included Sleetwood Mac, kind of like that, Mr. Snow, and Billy the Skid. <laughs> I kind of like it. Some of them are pretty good. Lincoln, Nebraska held snowplow naming contest this year. Uh, they had uh, Cleopatra. That's awesome. That's pretty good. And so, you know, remember the snowy McPlow face is a, uh, you know, favorite of many contests. And it harkens back to remember the British polar research vessel, Bodie McBoat face that uh, garnered all the votes. And then they decided, uh, uh, you know what? We don't like that. Uh, sure. We give you the, you can name it. We'll have a contest, but you know, we don't like it. Oh, okay. So in Minnesota, they have 800 snowplows. So they've got a ways to go yet to uh, name every snowplow. So if your city, town, or state is uh, having a name the snowplow contest, you're not the first and you probably won't be the last. And as long as we're touching on weather, I see where uh, roughly 37 million Californias were under flood watches and warnings across the state as an intense storm system began pushing inland while moving uh, southward from the greater San Francisco region. And uh, wind gusts at some places were reaching 85 miles an hour, knocked out power to at least 860,000 customers up and down the coast, while more than 100 flights out of San Francisco were canceled. Now, California faced this historic string of nine consecutive atmospheric river systems. <laughs> I love, I love calling storm systems atmospheric river systems. And uh, so they, uh, you know, obviously it's going to restore depleted water supplies. And it left, I mean, some people lost their lives. Uh, right now they claim at least 20 people lost their lives because of these storms. I don't know if these people were homeless or what happened to them. I don't know. They might have been hit by a boulder. I saw last night on X where uh, Reed Timmer, Ph.D., at Reed Timmer, ACU, known uh, his uh, bio says extreme meteorologist, inventor, and storm chaser, intercepting the most powerful storms on the planet. I'm driven to push the science and its education forward. Reed Timmer, Ph.D. I don't know if he, I, apparently he is covering the atmospheric river systems. But he had uh, posted on X last night a picture of a giant boulder blocking a road in Ojai, California. But the post read, large boulder the size of a medium boulder in the road. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, a large boulder the size of a medium boulder in the road south of Ojai, California. Now, I will say he posted a picture of it, and it looked, I guess, like a large boulder the size of a medium boulder in the road. So, you got it, Reed Timmer, PhD. You got it. Okay, I guess uh, congratulations are in order to uh, Will Arnett, Jason Bateman, and uh, Sean Hayes. They're ditching their Amazon podcast deal, uh, which was worth, I think, 60 to $80 million. And they uh, signed a new deal with Sirius XM. 
that Sirius XM deal is worth uh, $100 million on a three-year deal. The popular podcast, Smartless. Uh, so congratulations to them. Sirius gained exclusive rights to the podcast as part of a larger deal with Smartless Media. Sirius will hold advertising and distribution rights, content and events for the podcast, and other select shows. I mean, Sirius has been doing uh, some a few podcast serious business. <laughs> Not business, but serious. Now they're you know trying to battle you know Amazon and Spotify, but uh, I saw where more congratulations are in order to Joe Rogan. He has secured a new multi-million dollar contract with Spotify, uh, reportedly valued at $250 million, uh, ensuring the continuation of the Joe Rogan experience. Who knows if these numbers are real, but the three-year deal, including a minimum guaranteed fee and a share of advertising revenue. So it might not be $250 million. It might be, you know, $100 million with the opportunity with ads to reach $250 million. Who knows? Still a, a good deal. It also expands the podcast availability beyond Spotify to platforms like Apple, Amazon Music, and YouTube. I know, so people are still wound up. That Joe Rogan, we hate him. We love the Smartless podcast, though, because, you know, they talked to President Joe Biden on that show. It's oh, oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, they did. And they also, I mean, they're big stars themselves, so they have access to other big stars like Bradley Cooper, and, you know, Idris Elba, and Pedro Pascal, Selena Gomez. I mean, they have access to all these uh, stars, and those stars will sit down with them, and uh, it's worth, uh, you know, a lot of money. So congratulations to all involved in their new podcast uh, domain. I would like to say to uh, SiriusXM and Spotify, although you can still, you can hear this program, Chewing the Fat, uh, over uh, Spotify. I do not have a deal with Spotify. Uh, so, I mean, my deal is, is uh, with the blaze right now. Uh, but hey, Sirius and uh, Spotify, you know what? <laughs> Uh, we could talk. We could talk. Just uh, reach out. You can reach out to me on X at JeffyJFR. You can reach out to me on Facebook and Instagram, uh, Jeff Fisher Radio. You can reach out on YouTube. YouTube, you can reach out as well. Uh, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. You can uh, you can email me, uh, chewingthefat at theblaze.com anytime. Uh, no problem. No problem at all. Uh, I'm sure Spotify or YouTube or SiriusXM, if you wanted to, or you, the listener, would like a cameo. You can reach out at JeffyJFR on Cameo as well. So just, uh, you know, hit me up. (laughs) Happy, happy, happy to talk. Until then, I guess I'll have to see if I can hit the lotto. I see where there has been no winner uh, on the Mega Millions or the Powerball. Now, the Powerball, uh, that uh, drawing is tonight. For those of you listening live, today is Monday, the 5th of February, 2024. The Powerball drawing is worth $214 million jackpot, 105.7 
cash payout. The Mega Millions, there has not been a winner uh, for quite some time. The jackpot is $358 million, $174.2 million cash payout. That drawing is tomorrow, Tuesday, the 6th of February, 2024. So, we got that to at least hope for. A little. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, the 66th Annual Grammy Awards were last night, and uh, Taylor Swift taking home the show's top prize of Album of the Year for Midnight's. The win was Swift's fourth in the category, pushing her past Frank Sinatra, Paul Simon, and Stevie Wonder for the most in Grammy history. And she announced her next album, Tortured Poets Society, during her acceptance speech, which is going to be out April 19th. I'm surprised it's not April 13th, but hey, it's going to be out April 19th. Uh, Miley Cyrus won her first ever Grammy for Flowers. I love that song. Uh, Best pop solo performance. Billie Eilish, who won uh, Song of the Year for Barbie soundtracks. What was I made for? And R&B songwriter turned singer Victoria Monet, who won Best New Artist. Congratulations to all the winners. I see where Jay-Z went off on the Grammys because... The wife has never won uh, <laughs> Album of the Year. She's got the most Grammys, but she hasn't won the Album of the Year. So he's up there with his daughter. He accepted uh, some, I don't know, Dr. Dre Award. Congratulations to him uh, for achieving a you know lifetime achievement. Uh, you know, love you, love Dre, love everybody. Got it. I see uh, that uh, the begin Trevor Noah hosted again, which was you know beautiful. Uh, I saw. I looked through all those red carpet photos. Ugh. I saw the saw the Miley Cyrus uh, the Miley Cyrus conspiracy theory of her of her uh, bodyguard carrying the umbrella uh, because his arm didn't move. <laughs> he's walking through a crowd down a red carpet. He's carrying a giant umbrella. You don't swing it back and forth. It's just just silly. Uh, they had to stop the red carpet arrivals for a little while because of pro-Palestine protest. Uh, you'd think that uh, the Grammys would be all for that, but no. No, they were not. They stopped the red carpet arrivals until they could shut those damn protesters down. We won't have any of that. You hear me? This is the Grammys, damn it. And then uh, Killer Mike, after he won his Grammys, he was arrested. I mean, you know Killer Mike. Don't look at me like that. He, uh, Michael Santiago Render, uh, best known as, I mean, you know him as Killer Mike. He was awarded Best Rap Song, Best Rap Performance and for Scientists and Engineers, and Best Rap Album for Michael. Uh, 
incredible scientists and engineers features andre 3000 future and aaron allen kane and uh it was the first uh, grammy in more than two decades so uh awesome uh good for him congratulations to him after winning the third award the atlanta-based rapper shouted sweep atlanta it's a sweep he was all fired up but then uh the police department showed up uh, the los angeles police department uh, at the crypto.com arena and uh for a physical alteration the individual is currently being questioned i cannot confirm the identity of the individual until the person is charged the uh, the investigation is ongoing i'll tell you there's a phrase that i am sick of hearing (laughs) the investigation is ongoing now i guess if i'm the person being investigated i'm happy that no information gets released because the investigation is ongoing but i am sick of hearing that phrase i'll tell you that (laughs) especially from maybe not the los angeles police department but from this uh administration our government officials i am sick of hearing that phrase the investigation is ongoing the arena security said that he was detained for a reason that is unrelated to the grammy award so we'll see what happens with uh killer mike as he was arrested after he won his three grammys then uh last week you know we heard that uh universal music group the world's largest music company representing artists including taylor and uh, drake and adele and bts has announced it's going to no longer license music to social video platform tiktok Uh, that's pretty huge Uh, The news comes as TikTok and UMG, which commands a third of the global music market, failed to reach new terms of a music licensing agreement after their previous contract expired last week. So uh, Stickling points obviously were fair compensation for UMG artists and songwriters, protection from AI-generated content, and concerns over infringement and safety issues. UMG claimed TikTok, which accounts for roughly 1% of its revenue, I find that hard to believe, but that's what they said. Uh, presented a new deal worth less than the previous one and lower than fair market value. UMG also claimed TikTok's approach to AI-generated music would dilute royalties for human artists and songwriters. Yeah, no kidding. So roughly 60% of TikTok content features music, helping to drive discoverability and sometimes pushing songs to top the charts. Without a deal in place... TikTok's going to be forced to pull roughly 4 million songs associated with UMG from its platforms. And and users will no longer be able to use those songs. Now, I saw last night at the Grammys, of course, it was a conversation. And I saw an interview... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> with uh, Moni Long and you know the caption is weighs in on Universal Music Group's dispute with TikTok and it's uh, 38 seconds long and uh, it's really kind of well it's bumming is what it is it's bumming I can't speak about anybody else but this is my real life um, and I really have to fight to get where I'm at and I think I right? need a tool like TikTok um, where I could just cut through the noise and not have to deal with the politics uh-huh. You know, well, well, we don't know if people are going to like it. Like, it's clear. You can see. People want my music. Um, there's a demand for it. There's a space for it. Um, yeah. yeah, so I think it's complicated uh-huh. what's going on right now. They're saying it's going to be resolved soon. Um, but, yeah, for artists like me who use TikTok to really, like, reach people, it's, it's kind of bumming. Yeah, it's kind of bumming. 
<laughs> I can imagine for artists like you uh, and many artists, and I do agree, it's kind of bumming. And no doubt, it is. I mean, she doesn't want to go, you know, post on X because of the politics. Instagram maybe uh, has less politics than X, so she can use that. But TikTok reaches a bigger audience, a bigger, you know, of her audience, no, no doubt, which is why it's kind of bumming. Not just a bummer, but kind of bumming. <laughs> I can't stop. Uh, you're not just bummed out. It's kind of bumming. Yeah, I'm bummed. No, it's kind of bumming. I'm bummed out. No, it's kind of bumming. You just bummed? No, kind of bumming. <laughs> All right, I'll stop because it's becoming kind of bumming. I know there were a couple of things. There were performances that were not kind of bumming. I mean, uh, Miley Cyrus performed Flowers, although she took a hit. Uh, there were a lot of people saying uh, that uh, she was uh, terrible. I don't think so. Uh, this is Miley Cyrus. She tries to overperform all the time. That's what she does. And is she, you know, they're mad at her because she said, why y'all trying to pretend you don't know my song? <laughs> so they started singing and then she said, I mean, that was her first Grammy. So, I mean, really, she's been a, you know, she's been a star for quite some time. And that was her first Grammy. She won a couple last night. Congratulations to Miley. So, uh, you know, she took a beating for that, although some people fought back on her behalf so uh I, you know it was good to see that then you had uh i think my favorite performance although joni mitchell i guess was great i did i missed the joni mitchell performance and darn the luck i wanted to be there for that too darn it oh oh man did i want to see it but i didn't i missed it but i i did see the uh, tracy chapman luke combs performance of fast car awesome Luke Combs did the cover, and uh, I don't know, a year or two ago, something like that, it was uh, awesome. It was a great, big, huge hit. Paid Tracy homage for it. Uh, did it out of respect for her because it was the first song that his dad had played for them for him in, a, in the car or something like that. Some story that he had. You know, who knows if it's real or not. It's just the story that he said. I'm sure it's real, Luke. I'm sure you wouldn't make up a story like that. But their performance was awesome, the Luke Combs uh, Tracy Chapman performance of Fast Car was really good. And so I'll stop with the Grammys now because, well, it's kind of bumming. Who died today? Who died today? Well, we received the news Friday after I had recorded Chewing the Fat that Carl Weathers had passed away at the age of 76. Man, was that sad news. Now, apparently, he died in his sleep Thursday. And uh, we didn't get the news until Friday after I had recorded the show. Very sad. Uh, he was 76. Carl Weathers, Apollo Creed. I mean, the Predator, Mandalorian, Happy Gilmore, Axon Jackson. I mean, just uh, just incredible. The guy was part of our lives for so long. And uh, just an amazing man. And so, well, at least his work was for sure. And everyone who commented uh, about Carl uh, was wonderful. Uh, I don't know. Um, I saw a post from Sylvester Stallone on Friday that he posted on his Instagram, I believe. 
And uh, as I'm watching it, I paused it before. I mean, it was like three or four seconds in. I pause it because I guess Sly is in his home. I don't watch the. I don't watch his reality show, or I haven't watched his reality show, so I don't know if this is, you know, his bar in his Florida home or his bar wherever he lives. But he's standing at a bar. There's alcohol behind him, and there's this painting. Uh, it looks like. Uh, of rocky and apollo creed and it is beautiful and it's just this huge wall size painting it's beautiful and i paused it and i went wow that painting is beautiful well then sly actually references it in his comments hello everyone today is an incredibly sad day for me i mean i'm so torn up i can't even tell you i'm just trying to hold it in because Carl Weathers was such an integral part of my life, my success. No kidding. Everything about it, I, I give him incredible credit and kudos because when he walked into that room and I saw him for the first time, I saw greatness, but I didn't realize how great. I never could have accomplished what we did with Rocky without him. He was absolutely brilliant. His voice, his size, his power, his athletic ability, but more importantly, his heart, his soul. It's, it, it's a horrible loss. And I'm standing here in front of this painting because it was probably the last moment we were ever in the ring together and I'll never forget it. He was magic. And I was so fortunate to be part of his life. So, Apollo. Uh, rest in peace uh, Apollo Creed Carl Weathers dead at the age of 76 now they didn't say uh, what he died from so I mean it can't be that because <laughs> if it was that they would have told us right I'm sure they would have now he also was in this big deal with uh, Rob Gronkowski the Gronk for the fan duel kick of destiny right i mean gronk missed it last year and that was a weird thing FanDuel, i don't know how that it was supposed to be live and it didn't seem live it was a weird thing but they were going to do it again they've been promoting it and he was in the commercials he showed up to save gronk in the commercial for the super bowl campaign of the kick of destiny he was you know he showed up as the apollo creed-esque coach that's going to help prepare gronk for the kick of destiny too and so he you know gronk was supposed to you know attempt to kick a field goal on super bowl sunday which gives fans who placed a bet on fan duel sportsbook a chance to win 10 million dollars collectively now is that still going to happen i guess um you know and i they said uh fanduel said that they were going to adjust their campaign accordingly because of the you know this sad news of the passing of carl weathers um you know he had a profound impact on people he worked with on and off the screen yeah and so uh, we are adjusting our campaign accordingly out of respect for the family during their time of grief so i don't know what that means I don't know if they're still going to do the kick of destiny, if they're going to have, you know, Sly show up and pay him a bunch of money to show up and take his place. I don't know. Um, and if it's going to live better, they better figure out how to do it right. If they're going to make Gronk have a kick live, make it appear live during the Super Bowl rather than some kind of weird placement 
And I don't know, it was just weird last year. So FanDuel, uh, now that you have uh, Carl Weathers' death to step on, <laughs> do it right this year or don't do it at all, okay? So rest in peace, Carl Weathers, uh, dead at the age of 76. Now, this isn't a who died today, but it is a who died. Uh, It's been five years. For those of you listening alive, like I said earlier in the show, it is the 5th of February, 2024. It has been five years since Doc Thompson has died. I mean, it's just, I cannot believe that it's been five years. Doc Thompson. I'll never forget getting the phone call. Before it was announced, before anyone knew, telling me what happened, I, I, I didn't believe it. I still kind of don't believe it, although I haven't seen him anywhere. So I guess I believe that he's actually dead, but I thought it was a bit. <laughs> I thought, I swear, uh, I mean, I've talked about it before, but I thought for sure it was a bit when I got the phone call at whatever, in the middle of the night. I was like, uh, you know, I was told that... Uh, you know, he got hit by a train and he wasn't going to be, uh, he was, you know, there's no more Doc Thompson, no more Mojo. He had already left the blaze and went over to Mojo to start his own thing. We were all, you know, kind of working together, trying to figure out what was happening. And uh, I thought it was a bit. I was like, okay, all right. <laughs> all right. So what's the, what's the end game of the bit here? When does he come back? When does he arrive? What's the, what's the deal? And uh, no, that uh, was not the case. Uh, he was 50 years old and he was hit by a train and I just, I miss him. You know, he's sad, sad that it's been five years. Time passes so fast. Time waits for no one. You can quote me on that. Time waits for no one. Uh, very sad. I mean, even my kids, I mean, there are times when we stop, this is a, you know, inside baseball, but we'll be stopped at a train track cause trains are going by and you can't help but think of doc. <laughs> you just can't it's just i mean it's so sad and so such a waste and uh i hope the you know his his wife his widow and the kids are doing fine they say they are i saw her post on x uh, thanking everyone and saying that they were fine and uh, missing doc so i mean it's very sad but it's been five years and it was just it's just a, it struck me today that it was five years ago holy cow five years and uh there were so much has changed in those five years from where we were at that it is it is almost it's almost incredible how much has changed since his death and uh what fun we would have had within those changes if he was still alive uh, and we will we will never know the answer to that so we just have to uh, remember him as he was. So Michael Doc Thompson, uh, dead at the age of 50, February 5th, 2019. Rest in peace, my friend. Rest in peace. At one point, I don't remember if I wrote a retrospective or not for Doc. <laughs> this is this is retrospective today. Michael Doc Thompson. <laughs> his death was hit by a train i mean so much i just think this has been retrospective (laughs) just incredible so anyway just as say you know when you think of doc thompson just smile and remember him in your 
and your wishes and your prayers and your thoughts and uh, know that uh, whatever is going on in the world, uh, he would uh, he would find a way to uh, make it funny uh, and also be angry at the same time. I remember when we were first, uh, I don't know, when we first knew each other, we were talking about stuff or we were on the air, we were joking, we were doing something. And uh, we found out that we were uh, compadres at uh, Clear Channel uh, because he was uh, one of the other Clear Channel hosts, like myself at the time, that were in trouble with the bicyclists of America uh, because uh, he made some joke about uh, bicyclists, and so did I. Because I remember when I did my bit, and uh, you know, the, all the articles around the country was another Clear Channel host made a joke about bicyclists, and uh, so when it was the another Clear Channel host, well, the other was Doc Thompson. So we had that in common, <laughs> uh, and it was just a joke, bicyclists. Okay just a joke so my uh, my joke i even said it was a joke when i did the bit it's just a joke and it didn't matter it didn't matter i i had the i had the bicyclists of america on i had them in the studio i apologized i know i bent the knee i was forced to bend the knee that's when i decided I'm not bending the knee anymore because during the interview the guy even said we know it was just a joke jeff we know but it's not funny because it because we because you said it was just a joke but a lot of people feel that way how, how do you know i said it was a, as a joke a lot of people don't feel that way it's just because i joked about well you know what ticks me off is driving on a roadway that doesn't really have a, a side you know uh, an edge so you got to go around the bicyclists and they have the same right of way as cars and so i'm driving on this road every day uh, along the, the along Tampa Bay, the Bay of Tampa waterway, and there's big dirt along the side. But bikes, you know, it's tough for bikes to ride on that, so they ride on the road. And I just felt like at one point in my life, I just wanted to. I was driving a Dodge pickup at the at the time. Loved that truck. Uh, I was in an accident when I hydroplaned on a bridge, almost went into the water. Went into the same Tampa Bay, maybe for the joke. Uh, different bridge though. Anyway, so I'm driving along, and I just felt like driving to work that day. I said, "Wonder what would happen if I just ding with my mirror." And uh, just a joke. I would never do it. That's what started it all. <laughs> I mean, it was just a it was just a joke it's just a joke today i'm just telling a story of the story that i told in the past because i don't want to i mean no one supports bicyclists more than me and this show chewing the fat so you stay on the road and do your thing because that's that's where you need to be <laughs> So it is the beginning of Super Bowl week, the big game week. Yay! So I was looking at some, you know, Super Bowl facts, the fast facts, the fast facts, the fat, fat, wait, the fat, fast facts. I kind of like that. Uh, the chewing the fat, fast facts. Uh, ooh, I, I like that. The chewing the fat, fast facts. 
$6,680 is the average cost of a ticket to the past five Super Bowls. Chewing the fat, fast facts. $8,586 is the lowest price of a Super Bowl LVIII ticket on resale market just after the conference championships. Super chewing the fat. Fast facts. $1.1 billion estimated economic impact for the Southern Nevada economy in 2024. Chewing the fat. Fast fact. 16.2 million Americans plan to watch the game at a bar or a restaurant. That's 192% 20-year increase. Oh, wait. No, that's a different one. I got to change the way. 16 point. I got to do this again. Chewing the fat. Chewing the fat. Fast facts. 16.2 million Americans plan to watch the game at a bar or a restaurant. Fast facts. 192% increase. A 20-year increase in the cost of a 30-second Super Bowl ad. Yeah. No kidding. Uh, those things are expensive. Chewing the fat. Fast fact. Uh, Hustler. (laughs) The strip club. The strip club. uh, Larry Flint's Hustler uh, Club has offered uh, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey $1 million couples package. All they have to do is party at Larry Flint's Hustler Club. I know. Uh, That's a quick million right there. No problem. They don't have to. She doesn't have to dance on poles. You know, like she probably does on her in her concerts no she doesn't jeff she's taylor swift okay i know i know uh she all she have to do is uh, show up okay the larry flint's hustler club is across the street from the stadium just show up after uh, kansas city wins oh if kansas city loses though uh take a hike uh, maybe they get maybe they'll get a million if they just walk in whether they win or lose but according to this um, they have to win. Once KC wins, then as long as yeah, so long as Travis and the Kansas City Chiefs beat the San Francisco 49ers in Super Bowl LVIII at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas, uh, the package is theirs for the taking, and it's on the house. Million dollars gets you inside the strip joint on limited access to ten thousand dollars per hour. Uh, Any sweet Ace of Spades champagne bottle parade, fifty thousand dollars for Taylor and Travis to make it rain. Oh, and uh, that's not all. Round trip limo transportation is included. Plus, Taylor and Travis get a VIP Platinum Lifetime membership to the <laughs> to the Hustler Club. That is awesome. So, I would love to see that. Uh, you know, I know that uh, I get that it's uh, probably not going to happen. But it would f- be fun to see it happen. Speaking of partying, too, uh, this isn't really part of the chewing the fat fast facts. I'm not gonna have to make that. I might have to get a sounder for that. Uh, I see where Patrick Mahomes' father, Patrick Mahomes Senior, has already started to uh, party for the Super Bowl. He was arrested for DWI for a third time, or maybe even more. Really, he was uh, driving while intoxicated. Uh, the 53-year-old father of Patrick Mahomes was arrested Saturday night in Texas, uh, and bond was reportedly expected to be set later today. He was reportedly arrested back in 2019, for which he was sentenced to 40 days in jail. He served the time on weekends to fulfill his requirement. It's a pretty wild time. Uh, yeah, I know, because the Super Bowl is right around the corner. Uh, he... Made waves earlier this month for joking he wouldn't sit next to Taylor Swift at the AFC Conference Championship game. Now it's unclear if he'll make it to the Super Bowl. Uh, Mahomes camp did not comment. 
<laughs> what is he gonna say yeah you know i wish my dad the best yes you got a dwi it happens sorry and we'll you know we'll take care of we'll take care of it uh don't worry i'll pay the bail for my dad okay i realize it's ten thousand dollars patrick spits at ten thousand dollars so i don't know maybe he pays maybe he doesn't maybe he keeps dad in jail for the best which would be best for everyone i don't know i just know that man you get uh you're patrick mahomes and everybody around you is uh, you gotta you gotta watch yourself man you do you can quote me on that you're patrick mahomes and everybody around you you gotta watch yourself you should know that pat just you know you should know that all right all right i'll leave you with uh the joke and or thought of the day here on chewing the fat uh one that made me uh made me smile most of the weekend <laughs> on top of which speaking of most of the week i could not get that stupid song out of my head for non-blondes or whatever their stupid song is what's going on you know <laughs> the song is titled what's up and we played it on pat's show on friday so before the show pat's putting it in the machine so i heard it so it's in my head i think the top of my lungs what's going on i'm gonna put it in your head now so then we play it during his overtime so it's in my head there and we sing it in during overtime as well so it's even more in my in my head then as i'm driving home i'm listening to another radio show that does a a bit every friday uh i i jokingly call the show pork and beans but it's uh uh, uh what's a markley van camp and robbins uh radio show and they're on here in dfw and i know they're a syndicated show around the country i you know whatever but they're on here in dallas and i listen to them if i'm in my car when they're on i think they're on 11 to 2 here in uh, dallas maybe 11 to 3 i don't know whatever they're on uh and uh they do a bit on fridays where they play songs and they you know like one week it's because it's uh you know valentine's day every song that has the word heart in it or love in it and and uh last friday was a women lead uh singers bands and so you know someone called in and uh and <laughs> Henry and said, you know, I really think what for non blondes, what's up? And so they played part of it. So it's in my head again. I can't get it out of my head. So I'm singing that stupid song all weekend, along with laughing at the joke and or thought of the day. Uh, when I see lovers names carved in a tree, I don't think it's sweet. I just think it's surprising how many people bring a knife on a date. <laughs> just something to think and smile about stream and subscribe to more blaze media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts